Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. It's been a little while, not too long, but a little bit that I haven't recorded. I'm really excited and happy to be here today. I have two very special guests, Rosie and Brent, and they are with Live Be Yoga Tour with Yoga Journal. We just had um, a yoga class at my studio, Shanti Yoga Shallow Magazine Street in New Orleans, and the class was amazing. We did a celebration for summer solstice. These incredible beings are traveling around the country, and I'm super interested to get into their stories and find out a lot about the tour, about them individually. And so, hi. 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 How are you? I'm doing excellent. I am. I'm really happy to be here with y'all. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. This is awesome. Thank you for taking the time to sit and do the podcast as well. Oh, definitely. Our pleasure. I wanted to let everyone know I am sitting at Robert Public. Seems like I do a lot of my podcasts here. And we're waiting for our smoothies. Sheena is going to bring them at any time. Yes. Well, one of the things that I wanted to start with is that my listeners, this is this is interesting because I've done a few episodes already and they've all been amazing. However, even though I have a yoga studio and I'm a yoga teacher now, I've actually never done a, a podcast that was yoga related. Oh, interesting. So this is the first one, nice. I'm which glad is we so be cool. On it. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I know, which is so cool. So now I know, and it's not like I've always I had it that you know I want to do some yoga stuff, and I have a lot of my friends. Uh, both of you live in Los Angeles, right? That I want to interview and they're there. But I just, for some reason, I just haven't gotten to it because it's like, Rosie, it's just like a wellness thing, you know, yeah. like yours. Yeah. So um, let's start with whichever one of you, just why don't you introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about your tour, what you're doing in this tour, and then we'll go from there. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Brant Williams. I'm from Colorado originally. And I lived in New York City for a while, and now I've lived in Los Angeles for about eight years. And I kind of started my yoga practice in college. I took my very first yoga class uh, thinking it would kind of just be an easy A class in college, and then quickly found out that I loved it. I was very happy to get up early for yoga because I knew that the rest of my day would be so much better after I took a yoga class. So that was really my first like dipping my toe into yoga experience. And then I kind of practiced on and off for a few years, and then it really wasn't until I got to Los Angeles that I had a really steady practice. I had a couple of friends who taught for Core Power out there, and they were also leading teacher trainings, and they finally twisted my arm enough to take a teacher training, which I did. And I loved it. I really hadn't had any I love plans. teacher trainings. Aren't they, like, so transformational? It's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. I still think those... Those weeks, that those couple months of teacher training were, were some of the best of my life. And just that you just surround yourself with yoga and this amazing community. And it's just, it's so cool to have like nothing going on in your life except that. It's, it's a very transformational experience. So yeah, I did my teacher training uh, and I hadn't planned on teaching. I was just doing it for fun. Hi, Sheena. Oh, Ooh, it's not Sheena. Smoothie Hello. delivery. Look at that. <laughs> we got delivered. I've never had Thank a you. Delivery oh my God, we got smoothies that delivered. Was awesome. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much. We, d- we just got our smoothies at Rava Public. Wow. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. So then? Uh, so yeah, so I hadn't planned on doing teaching at all. And then when I finished my teacher training, I was like, oh, maybe this is something I could do. And I was very lucky to get hired at Core Power. I taught for them for about three and a half years or so, and I, I loved teaching. Did you do your training with Core Power? I didn't yes. do my, yeah, okay. I did my training with Core Power, which was, uh, I actually really loved it. I thought it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a really extensive training, and I really appreciated the way that they taught it. And, um, a two hundred hour. I did a two hundred hour, yeah, and then I did a few additional trainings after that, but I haven't done like the full five hundred hour yet. But yeah, so I taught for them for about three and a half years, and I gave up my last classes probably six months ago or so. Just you know, as you know, your your own practice and what you need to get out of yoga, it it moves with your life and it changes. And what I needed was something different, so I, I decided to just be a student again. So I gave up all my classes and I kind of set out on a journey to find what was next in my yoga life, and uh, this tour turned out to be it. Wow, that is so cool. Definitely. Okay, and then Rosie? Uh, My name is Rosie Acosta. I am originally from Los Angeles, and I've been practicing and uh, teaching yoga. Well, I've been practicing a little longer than I've been teaching, but I've been teaching for about 10 years, uh, practicing for about 15. Uh, I started practicing when I was a teenager, kind of randomly. My mom was going to the Self-Realization Center in Hollywood. I don't know if you've ever been to the Self-Realization Center. And that was kind of my first introduction to yoga. And it was... It was more like bhakti then. Yeah, it's totally bhakti, yeah. And so my understanding of yoga was totally different from what what it is now, especially back then I was so young. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because that was also, that's very similar to my first introduction. My aunt was a yogi and she was a devotee of Guru Mai, which is Siddha Yoga. That's right. And I went with her when I was like 11 or even younger. And that's what, that's how I started yoga, which was had not I yeah. didn't even have asanas like poses. Yeah, I mean that's that was exactly the same for me. I just I didn't know that there was even more. And and it was always kind of like a weird thing to me, right? That was always my understanding of what yoga was. So as it became more modernized. So wait, you thought that the umbrella of yoga for you was like without the poses. Oh that yeah, was, okay. it was always it was interesting. It was definitely more the philosophy. In the West of it. now, you know, most people tend to go the opposite. That's right. But that's, that's right. awesome. Yeah. So that was my my first introduction. And, you know, I grew up in Los Angeles my whole life. About four, four and a half years ago, I moved to Portland. So I've, I lived in Portland right before the tour started. But pretty much my journey with yoga has been, I mean, I don't, I can talk forever and I have a podcast Wait, that you, I talk about this. You like, live in Portland now? You were no, living, so, no, so I moved just back. moved back to Los Angeles before the tour. And so that's why the tour came at a perfect moment where I've not really fully transitioned back to being in Los Angeles. What you is know? your podcast name? It's called Radically Loved Radio. And it's, as you said, more of a wellness podcast where I talk to people of all types of backgrounds, not just yoga teachers, but entrepreneurs, coaches, friends of mine that basically have had some sort of practice in their life. So it's all about whatever it is that they practice, you know, yoga because of Again, my understanding of what yoga is, it's about union and it's a a bigger umbrella of just physical postures. I like to see how yogis live out in the world, not just on the mat, which to me is what what draws me to doing what I do. And it's actually what drew me to this tour, 
which is really interesting because I wanted to just have the experience of seeing how yoga is living and being out in the world, especially where we are now and in, you know, the current state of the world. And so growing up the way I did, I grew up in a very chaotic environment. And so utilizing these practices as a holistic approach to healing or understanding or more self development or, uh, inner understanding has always been like a massive tool for, for me and just my journey and what I do. And so, uh, I'm, I teach yoga, I lead meditation, I do retreats. I'm a yoga teacher trainer. I do workshops across the States. I do retreats all over the world and it's, it's something that I'm really passionate about and I love to do. And you did your training with yoga works. Yeah. So I actually, my first, first training, I did a Kundalini (laughs) teacher training that was like a weekend yoga Mm -hmm. certification. I did it right. Like not many years after the self-realization thing. And, Mm -hmm. And I realized now I'm like, that I'm actually a certified teacher, that that was like, oh, you don't really just get a weekend <laughs> teacher certification. So, but I did it in my early 20s and it was, it was great to have that experience. That school is no longer there. <laughs> that studio actually, I found, I realized that it wasn't actually a Kundalini yoga studio. I don't know what it was, but. That's funny. Um, but that was yeah. sort of my first, the first training that I did. And a couple years after that, I took my first real yoga teacher training with Yoga Works in Los Angeles with Ann Van Valkenburg and David Lynch. Wow, those are my really good friends. Hi, Ann. Hi, David. <laughs> this is Nat. <laughs> They'll be so, excited. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll tag the, them in this. Yeah, we should. And yeah. it's so funny because it's such a small world, you know, in the yes. yoga community. So I have also done. One of my first trainings was also a yoga works training, 200 hour. And then I went on to do the next training. I mean, I did a ton of trainings with them and um, I worked with them for a while too. So I used to work with David Lynch and I used to work with Ann. Ann actually has come to New Orleans and we got to hang out and Van. We went to Frenchman Street. I took her out dancing. It was really fun. Yeah. And David always like cracks me up. Yeah. Ann is like, Still one of, yeah. I think, the best teachers out in the world. I mean, I, I know that I, I'm always going to have a great experience with her. I mean, she really is somebody that I believe is out in the world doing and living this practice. Yeah, I do too. And what a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's kind of what it is, what you were saying before. I mean... The, your life outside of the mat reflects the mat. So if, if, if you're practicing a lot of yoga, I think, and, and if you're you know, super hardcore with your practice, but then everything else in your life outside of the mat is off balance, then you need to reevaluate that because then something is not serving you. you know? And there's so many different styles of yoga out there. There's so many different paths. And like we said before, yoga is just this huge umbrella. And I know some excellent yogis who practice meditation and pranayama and don't necessarily do the asana, although, you know. So there's, it's all of that together. There's so many different aspects of it. How did you guys meet? We have a lot of friends in common. We actually didn't know each other from Los Angeles. We only met when we found out we were finalists for this tour. 
Yoga Journal. There was submissions from all over the country to do this job. I was actually going to ask that. Yeah. Um, so how did this come about? I mean, Yoga Journal for... <laughs> For some of the listeners who, I mean, I guess everybody knows Yoga Journal, but if you don't yeah. know, would you could you tell them what Yoga yeah, Journal is? Yeah, for sure. Is? Yoga Journals is like the foremost yoga magazine right now, and they've been around forever. And it's really cool to see how they've kind of morphed with yoga as well over the last like thirty years. So they're they're really like the top name in yoga journalism right now. And they started the Libby Yoga Tour last year. It was the first year they did it with with two other girls. And it was a little bit different format. They were um, doing more long-form interviews, and they had a full-time videographer with them for the whole trip. And they were kind of doing like a documentary at the end of it. So we changed things up a little bit this year, so it's really just me and Rosie. And uh, we're shooting all the content ourselves, and then we have a team that wow. edits it. And it's all kind of living on social media right now. So the whole idea of the tour is to really travel across the United States and experience and document how or if the yoga culture changes. I was going to say, that was my next question. Why why did Yoga Journal do this tour? What was the the beginning, kind of like the seed of the... And obviously it worked. I mean, last year the girls came, they visited Shanti too. We had a blast and here they're doing a second tour. So something, so it's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. And I really think the impetus was just that idea of of exploring how yoga is different in different places. Mm -hmm. Like, just how even the the geography of a place can change the yoga, like you know the the heat of a place. Are they doing hot yoga in hot places? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really to kind of to make it more accessible to a lot of people, to show that there's so many different styles of yoga. And if if whatever yoga they happen to see on Instagram or whatever looks scary and intimidating to them, to let people know that that's not the only thing out there. That there's many other ways to start yoga. Um, and so I think that was really the the kind of idea behind the tour in the first place. Okay, so that so Yoga Journal announces we're doing you know Live Be Yoga second round. Yeah. Hey, uh, community, who you know we're we're open to. Uh, so how does that work? So yeah. what was the first thing that you had to do, both of you? I mean, do you write a letter? Do you do a video? Yeah, it was a what pretty extensive do? application process. They were specifically looking for applicants that had um, photographic and writing experience. Uh, so you had to send in um, your photography portfolio and a writing sample and a video. Um, saying why you think you'd be good for this job, um, and then we had phone interviews, they flew us and out. then yeah, when they narrowed it down to seven finalists. Um, they flew us all to Boulder, which is where the Yoga Journal headquarters is, and we had two full days of extensive interviews with the whole editorial staff and writing assignments and photography assignments, and they would kind of pair us up and just you know kind of do a chemistry test really to see who worked well together. They didn't want to send two crazies out in the world. <laughs> they were smart in their approach. Do they know that they didn't do that yet? I don't know. I'm not sure, yeah. We're finding that out. We're finding it out, yeah. Uh, but me and Rosie got very lucky. Uh, yeah. We're both very laid-back people, which I think helps for sure, just because yeah. life on the road can be a little hectic for sure. For sure. Um, so what was, what's the proposition from the beginning? How many months is this tour? This is six full months, yeah. When did you start? Both we started you? mid-April, I think, and we'll go through mid-October. So when you you start mid April and you're going mm-hmm. through October, okay. So um, when you know when the, when they put that out there, I heard from some people that had contemplated doing it, and one of the things that they were like, "Oh, I really want to do this, but I can't leave my life for six months." So for how sure. does that play? I'm just curious, like, how does that play in both of y'all's lives? Yeah, or th- maybe it depends on where you were at that point. It does Is for it sure. Perfect? Yeah, and I, I feel very lucky that my life was just in a place where I happened to be able to to pull up all my roots and be fine to do it. I gave up my apartment and 
the job that I was working at the time was happy to let me go for six months, which I was very grateful for. And I think it was just kind of serendipitous that it came into both of our lives at a time where we could what do that. What a fun adventure. Oh, it's if amazing, you can do right? it. I yeah. mean, you're traveling around, you're yeah. sponsored. Wow. It's incredible. It's an, it's, uh, it's an amazing yoga And you, you, you were, it was, um, it was cool for you too? Did you have like a teaching fun Yeah, at that time? no, it was, it, as I said earlier, I just, transitioned back to LA from Portland. So I was kind of in this limbo state anyway. I hadn't really fully settled back in LA and, you know, figuring out exactly where I wanted to be, but it's, it's hard. You know, I have a a boyfriend and my little sister just moved in with us and I have two dogs and, you know, it's definitely touch base with them. You FaceTime. Yeah. 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 FaceTime all the time. I FaceTime with my dogs Mm -hmm. all the time. It's hilarious. (laughs) Brent always more than, than, yeah, more than with Tori. That's right. That's cool. Uh, He'll hear, he knows I'm talking to my dogs because my voice goes up about eight (laughs) octaves. Oh my God. And he's like, oh, she's FaceTiming with the dogs again. But your sister is helping out. Yeah. My little sister's there and it's, it's nice to have them just accompany each other and to know that they're, you know, there and, and yeah. it's cool. And he comes out to visit, oh. you know, he'll, he'll come out and so see us on the So they're super supportive stuff. with Yeah. Them. And like, I'm on the road a lot anyway, just mm-hmm. with traveling and workshops and just doing things. So this is kind of the norm, mm-hmm. uh, just the, ex- the, 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 weeks on end though isn't normal yeah. to be gone this long but it's it's worth it and the experience that we're having is worth it and it's life changing and I know that when it's over we're going to look back and just be so grateful and with so all much the memories joy. Yeah, yeah there's there's been there's been good and there's been not great I'm sure I'm just I'm really grateful to be sharing the experience with somebody that you know we we get along great and we have great communication and I think it's it could go either way, you know, if you're traveling with somebody that isn't maybe in alignment with the way that you view certain things or the way that you live your life, I think it could be very challenging. But I think that both of us ultimately what I feel like we just talked about this yesterday that we're really learning about our yoga practice off the mat, yeah. right? Because being on the road or being put into certain situations that are even if it's artificial stress, to see how we react to certain things, I think really shows us like who we are as people. And I think with what we're doing, it's ultimately painting a bigger picture that we probably can't even see yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow, that's really cool. I mean, even if it's just two friends like taking a short road trip, it already can be challenging sometimes. Yeah. I mean, not ch- intense, you know? And then that could go both ways. Imagine six months. But so were, were the studios or was just like the cities, was it like already kind of lined up? Do you know this, all the cities you're going from ahead or is it something that organically keeps developing? Yeah, we, they had a schedule planned out. We've got a really great team at Yoga Journal who's doing the logistics for us. And one of the lessons they learned from last year's tour, they did 50 cities in six months. So the girls really only had two or three days in each city, which- Oh my God. Yeah, which was, which was a bummer for them because they were in these cities, but they didn't get a chance to actually experience the city really. That that's a lot. That's I didn't lot. realize they did 50 yeah, cities in they, six they, months. They, they worked hard for sure. So we, we have 22 cities on our tour, which is plenty. I can't imagine yeah. doing the 50. So, but we're very lucky to get about a week in each city. So and we you do, started where? We started in New York City. Okay. So we kind of hit the East and Coast, then, and then we jumped into the Midwest a little bit, and then we started our tour of the South, and we just came from Miami, and now we're here in New Orleans. And then what's next? Houston, Houston. is next, yeah. Houston. Yeah. Okay, and so... 
thus far, and this is another thing I'm very curious, um, yeah. thus far, speaking of diversity, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> thank you, I, I'm so curious. Because I would love to, you know, do that, like go and see if I could just fly like a bird and just yeah. like go and check all the studios. Right. What have you guys noticed that's happening or just like, it, you know, some diversity in the yoga world? Like, can you give us a, a few examples of like, okay, this is a yoga class that you can come across or a center and then there's something completely different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the cool things about this is that we've, us and our team have really aimed to hit a lot of different styles of yoga, different types of studios, everything from, you know, doing yoga at the top of the John Hancock Center on the 94th floor in, in Chicago to doing like stand-up paddleboard in Philly, which was great. <laughs> but the diversity has been really interesting because some of the cities that are more diverse, like New York City, didn't necessarily reflect in a lot of the studios we went to. Like it seemed like less diversity in the yoga studios than when we got to like say the Midwest where there was a real a lot of diversity in the in the yoga yeah. community and you know that's we had a very obviously a very small sampling of the yoga culture in each city so that's not to say that all of New York City is not diverse in their yoga that's just been our experience so far but it's interesting and it really does change the feeling of a room and the feeling of practicing with those students when you have a lot of diversity in there. It's really cool. Have you experienced meditation classes? Yeah, we've done a few meditation classes along the way, which has been really fun. Some that have been at yoga studios and some that have been at like just uh, specific meditation, meditation studios. Yeah. And that's been really cool too, to kind of see that as a new thing that's popping up in some of these markets. I think it's great. We went to a really cool one in Chicago that was just, uh, it's just called Chill, right? Yeah, called? yeah Chill. chill. And it was an amazing meditation class. And it was just so cool to see people who had just, you know, worked in, in the business world all day long and they know they need something to unwind after work. And that's what it is. It's not necessarily going to the bars or going home and turning on the TV. It's it's they come to this meditation studio. And I think that's such a healthy thing. And it's really cool that that's available to people now. Yeah. I wish we had more meditation classes available. I actually added a couple of meditation classes to our um, just class schedule oh, cool. ongoing. So if you have a 10 class series or membership, you can you can attend. Yeah. And it's not as well attended as my other classes, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel I just wanted to have it. I was like, I don't care. I'm just going to have it because um, it's one of those things that I feel eventually people will just grow into it. You know, For sure, it's yeah. really important to have meditation everywhere. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and what about thing? What is like something that was it's common? I mean, not common, but you know that you unite all of us. That even though there's so much diversity, mm-hmm. is there also a common ground within the yoga thus far that you have seen, or is it completely like not? <laughs> uh, no, I think the I would say just like fostering a sense of community, like. Everybody who we've met in classes is really excited to get together with people and practice. And I think that's one of the biggest things of going to, you know, having a studio practice versus just a home practice is that sense of community. So we'll go into a studio and and there's 50 people in the room and there's 50 different reasons that those people are on their mats. But the fact that they're all there practicing together with people of a like mind, I think that's really what they go for. And that's, that's really the unifying characteristic. So do you all have people following on the, you know, and kind of being what's going on next and checking it out on Instagram? Yeah, there's definitely, we have some Live Be Yoga fans out there (laughs) that are... Hi, guys. Hi. Hello, everyone. We see everything. (laughs) We have had some really great interactions from people following the tour, even people that followed the tour last year that are following the tour now, which is really cool to see and... 
Yeah, and interacting with the students and the community on a face-to-face basis is is so different than interacting with them via social media. I think so the vehicle of social media is great to to get the word out and to communicate with people that maybe can't make it to the city we are or maybe are in a different state, but I think that ultimately the pinnacle of the experience is being there physically, mm-hmm. right? So for you, Rosie, what's like the ideal yoga class or practice? Oh, man. I know that's always changing that's, and yeah. it depends, but let's say, you know, I don't, I don't know, on any given day. On any given, like at a studio or just in general? Or whenever, wherever, it could be home, whatever. What do you like to do? <laughs> it just really honestly depends yeah. on what, where I'm at, like on an emotional or physical yeah. level, it really, or, you know, energetic, it just really depends. Uh, there are moments where I need that like core power, sweaty class. I mean, I'll tell him, I'll be like, we need to find a core power class or yeah. something. Like I need to sweat. I need to uh, move my body in a very aggressive way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there are moments where I just want a restorative class and I just want to lay on a bolster and do two poses and just lay there and and get some eucalyptus diffused <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. And yeah, it really, I think depending on what is happening around me, that'll determine that. And I'm, I'm a pretty good intuitive person that I know if I'm craving something, I'm, I may opt to do the opposite because mm-hmm. if I'm out of balance, you know, you crave more of the imbalance. Mm. So I try to just be really mindful about where that desire or need is coming from. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm happy just being on my mat. You know, I will make the best of any situation, even if I go into a studio or a class that may not particularly be my medicine at that moment, I know that there's something to be learned anytime I'm, I'm on the mat, you know. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that you said that because that, that can happen. Then there's always something. Yeah. Trust the yoga. Yeah, yeah tr- that's the thing. You have, you have to. That's just, that's part of what the practice is. It's Surrendering. A, to yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, surrender is letting go. I mean, that's letting go of attachment, letting go of, of expectation, letting go of whatever story or narrative you're spinning in. It's all about just releasing and and letting it go, you know, and if you can't let it go in a room full of like-minded individuals, where are you going to let it go then? Yeah. Or you would hope that it's like-minded. It doesn't even matter if it's like-minded. It's just everyone's breathing. Like we all have something in common. Everyone's coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cardoom of fish yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Those fish swimming together. That's always something that I really loved about going to yoga classes. Like, even if people come in, you know, a different, it, especially in LA, and this is something that, you know, I, I grew up in Los Angeles and I grew up going to, you know, similar studios as, as you did mm-hmm. when you when you were there. And sometimes not not everyone is wanting to chat and wanting to, you know, say hi yeah. or whatever. Everyone just wants to get their practice in. And it's a very... Yeah. Uh, I, it could be very isolating in a room full of people. For sure. Yeah. Right? So something I really loved about that is when we're practicing and when we're moving, to be led all at the same time, breathing at the same time, 
like I always capture myself just looking around and just seeing the wave of movement and the wave of breath. Like I'm like, we're in this moment, we're all taking a breath together. And there's something really magical about that. And I've always really loved just that even little bit of experience because I think it's so cool. It's like it just, when you're saying that, it reminds me that yoga is, you know, the unification, like we are all one and ultimately love. And so that, that it's so powerful because the breath, that's it. The breath, yeah. like you said, you can't, you're breathing together. That's such a beautiful harmony, yeah. you know, and releasing and inviting the new and releasing the old. And it's consistently a cleansing practice, like body, mind, spirit, yeah. if you're really there and doing the work. Yeah. And you guys are practicing three times a week at least, or is that? Yeah, um, three or four that we're going to with the tour. And is then that a lot, or you're physically, it's it's like physically challenging because you're also driving? Yeah, we're also driving between cities, and we're also, when we have our events, you know, we have a lot of stuff to bring because we have all the goodies oh, yeah. from our sponsors and stuff like that. So usually by the time we get to a class, you're we're so ready for a hard. class. Yeah, it's, it's hard yeah. work for sure. I mean, don't feel bad for us. This is an amazing no. job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, uh, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's fun. But then also the the classes that we take, we're still kind of working too because yeah. we're we're filming for Yoga I Journal. Yeah, so like we we get to take the yoga class, but it's not like really immersing yourself in a yoga class. So so it does require some some of our own practice and uh, getting our own classes in that are more than just the studios we're going to. Also, oh, wow. just to keep so it that's what she was saying. Like, okay, let's look for a core power, whatever exactly your role, right. whatever it exactly is. Exactly right. Yeah. Then then just go as a student. Exactly. And do yeah, it, just be an anonymous student. It's nice too. So okay. Yeah. That's very cool. And what do you have to eat very healthy while you're on the road with all this yoga? Or is we're that trying like- <laughs> to? Yeah, it, it's tough because like I'm I'm such a food nerd, and mm-hmm. so I was so excited to like eat my way across the country. But also along with that is it's not the healthiest way to live your life. So it's it's uh, it's really just trying to keep it all in balance. So you know when we roll into town, the first thing we do is try to find you know the whole foods and and get some base staples that can keep us going. And then uh, we can really kind of pick and choose the places that we want to go that'll kind of be our splurge meals. What's and, fun, uh, been one of the most fun things that happened so far? Like like food-wise? No, like fun things. <laughs> <laughs> we're both, really the first we're both excited about food, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you, yeah. you're enjoying some of the great food in New Orleans. Oh, we're so excited. Food, yeah, because... we literally haven't had a chance to step out and explore yet, but we've got okay. a ton of recommendations well, do, from locals. Well, because yes. New Orleans oh. has delicious, it's ridiculous food. It's one of the best food, food. cities. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Besides enjoying this tropical storm. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which, in the middle of a tropical storm, right? And we got tornado warnings, but right before Natalie started her class. As they're walking in the studio, my alarm is going crazy. And, my, and I said, well, don't worry, it's just a tornado watch. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, there's a tropical storm, I think it's Cindy, mm-hmm. that's either already, I don't know, I have to look at the update, but, but you guys, you have no idea the amount of rain that we're getting right now, and it is just wild. I mean, but at the same time, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, one of the things we did today was celebrate the summer solstice, and I was telling them that the new moon is coming up very soon in just a few days and it's a new moon in cancer and the element of cancer is water and so this whole idea with emotions and water and cleansing I don't know for some reason it just also felt kind of right and 
But what an adventure for y'all to be in the middle. Definitely. Who knows? Maybe you're even going to get a hurricane. Yeah, who knows? I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, hurricane party. <laughs> first hurricane. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me like something really fun or funny about the trip so far. I think like, honestly, I think it's just the moments that kind of come up spontaneously. And a lot of times it's, it's literally just me and Rosie in the car, like oh, being yeah. silly or something totally. like that. Like. Um, you know, you spend enough time with somebody and, and especially packed into a car with enough hours, you just you start losing your mind just yeah, a little bit. Start yeah. Start talking about random things. It's just so funny. That's and awesome. we have the same sense of humor, so it's like that helps a lot. Yeah, it yeah. really helps. I yeah. Think. But uh but no, we've we've had some amazing times in every city and and also you had anything like, crazy happen? Sorry, I didn't No, no, I mean work. nothing like that's been super I'm like, crazy. I'm trying to get the juice for I know, you. right? Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> something what, scandalous. Yeah, what are the scandals we've covered up already? Um, no, I, I, I really don't think so. Like we've we've been very lucky. Nothing create like too crazy, good or bad, has happened. But there's a lot of trip to go. We're only about a third oh, of the yeah, way through. Okay. So okay, so you have a lot more cities. Yeah. Is there a city that any of you are really looking forward to getting there? Or for I'm any really excited reason? for Austin. You are. Yeah, I've always heard a lot about Austin, and I, I really feel like I'm gonna vibe with that city. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for that. I've so. been there. It's really cool. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I love but it. But New Orleans was actually one of my all-time favorites too. I've never been here, so I'm so excited. To what look what around. is there something here that you're like dying to do, or that you had in mind? The food is one big thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just the the, the vibrancy of this city, like everything mm-hmm. I've always read about or seen or stories set here or people who've yes. lived here, everybody seems to love it. And it just, you know, uh, Anne Rice wrote a lot yeah. of her books here. Yeah, we were talking about them. Stuff. Yeah. Was, so this city saying. is hunted, y'all. Oh, for oh, sure. Awesome. Yeah. Like, that's my number one. I was about to say, I want to go to all the haunted places yes. everywhere. Every city we go to, I'm yeah. like, this place is haunted. Yes. And so I recommend, I know we're in the middle of a tropical storm, but I recommend going to the French Quarter and, yeah. and going into one of the ghost or vampire tours. Okay, I've cool. done it a few yeah. times. Walking yes. Yes. Okay. And they take you ever. I, I did I did feel it. I did Ooh. feel it. And you go to Jean Lafitte Smith Bar, which is the first pirate bar in That's the, the country. Yeah. It's okay. like ridiculous. And I they used to be all like candlelights. It's still, I think, like that. Awesome. And I don't know, I just recently did it again and I always get goosebumps and I, you know, it's just so amazing. It's such an old city. It's yeah, got so, so much, much character, so, rich, so yeah. much history. And it's something that definitely go explore the French Quarter. Okay, yeah. It's I'm fun. Excited. It's exciting. It's also spooky. Definitely. Oh, that's right <laughs> up my alley. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What's the spookiest thing you've ever experienced? What, in New Orleans? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all. Okay. Okay, my listeners know already because some of my podcasts are kind of out there. Anyways, <laughs> um, I used to live above the studio that you guys just had a class today. That is a very old New Orleans house, a Victorian home. It's been there since the 1800s. That house, I actually um, got the studio from a family. They used to have an art gallery there. So blah, blah, blah. It's very historic. The the city doesn't even have, they can't change it. You can remodel it. You can do things, but you got to keep it as is. So I used to live above. But when I first moved in there, I got a healer. I got like a priestess in New Orleans that came and cleansed the whole space and sage and did ceremonies and prayers and then and then I felt having a yoga studio downstairs with all of the omings and all of the candles and the saging, I'm good. You yeah. know, I feel like anytime you're around a yoga studio, that's like a thumbs safe up, yeah. safe place. 
Yeah, I'm like, well, anything is going to be good. So, but anyways, I've always felt upstairs that there's been company. For one of my dogs, I have two little dogs too. They'd always, they only bark if there's somebody there. And they, when I first moved there, they're just, my dogs start barking at someone who was there and I couldn't see them, mm. but it was always there. So I have a little pendulum. And about six months ago, I was with, you know, someone and I said, okay, um, that's, that's, there's someone, there's someone who lives here with me, but I never felt it was like a bad spirit. Yeah. No, just that's what presence. I'm saying. I just felt like yeah. it was somebody, I don't know the story exactly, yeah. but, and, um, it's actually John and he said, okay, let's, let's pick it out. That's my fiance. And then mm-hmm. we got the pendulum and, and we just asked the pendulum, you know, is there someone here? And I was, I had him there. We're holding, and and the I said, go to the right. If it's a yes, go to the no. To the left, if it's a no. And so I said yes. And then I literally started asking questions like I was speaking to a human being. Wow. And it was yes and no. And yet, were you? And one of my questions was, are you? A human, mm-hmm. or are you something else, another being? And it said, if you're a human, are you a human? And the and the answer was yes. Wow! And it started going really fast, and it would go really fast, really slow. And if the answer was like ah, oh, so so, or didn't really know, it would kind of like swing a little, mm-hmm. like without knowing. So I had to ask the question again. But long story short, we got this whole interviewing with wow. this spirit that How told cool. us like. Everything. I mean, even said that you know it lived there, mm-hmm. and that it didn't want to go to the next place. And this, and this was very there. I mean, John, you know, he'll be hearing this to this day so much that he. I said to him, "Babe, do you want me to get the pendulum again?" He's like, "No, no. <laughs> I am good." Wow. Like, he just like you know, he's like, oh, "I'm not. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for that yeah. again." It was very spooky. And so whenever we left the session, because it felt like we were in a session, just like we are right now, I said, okay, it's all good. I didn't feel anything bad. I said, let's say a prayer. Mm -hmm. And we said a prayer. And we said a prayer of light and love for the being. And we said our goodbyes. And I said, okay, well, you know, just uh, let us have our space. You enjoy your space. And it's all good. (laughs) Peace and love. And it was fine. Peace, love, and granola. But that was kind of like, that was really intense. That's a good one. Because we had, uh, we had a lot of questions and, and it was literally answering the questions, right? It was like right there. Wow. I can't explain that. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Do you How believe cool. in that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, yeah, I, do, I definitely yeah. believe that there is energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like prana, you know, and yeah. shakti. I mean, I believe that there is definitely energy out there. Yeah. And, and it's, for me, it's very environmental to or like where we are in in space or when I walk into a room or when I go into a studio when I when we go into a house that was always a big not concern but I was always really kind of looking forward uh in a very hopeful yet kind of not hopeful way (laughs) with like us staying at different Airbnbs or hotels and stuff just wondering what's the what's this place gonna be like are we gonna have to move you know is this Mm -hmm. gonna be okay just because you never no, and anyone can walk into a room and and you can't dissect or under a microscope see what you feel, but you just feel like everyone that's listening has at some point or another felt a vibe. You know, we use words like, oh, that person gave me a bad vibe or it that place just felt weird. And it's like, there's a reason for that. And maybe there's a reason we don't have words for it yet or we can't explain. And some people might say, oh, there's like a force or there's 
an entity or a, what is it like a sort of when it stays, the energy kind of stays in a place. Yeah, like a, a, I'm like, we yeah, like a vortex. We also have um, our aura, or in the yogi, we call it the koshas, too. The ko- yeah. And, and, and so th- all of that interacts. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm, I'm a, a, always a big energy person. Mm-hmm. Like, things need to be a certain way. I need to have my space a certain way. Like, we travel with plants because I need to yeah. have, like, plant life <laughs> with us. I love um, that. And, you know, I have a little candle, I have some sage, like we take care of our space, I think. Both of us, you know, we've not had any, we've had experiences where things have been odd, but nothing of note. And I think we were both really respectful with whatever energy there is out there that we're just kind of like, okay, like we're we're you have yeah. your space we'll have well, our space and when and you're in alignment and your alignment is strong and you're really there i feel like you don't really invite anything it's like it's mm-hmm. almost like you have this bubble around you yeah. and you're protected and you're good but the thing you were saying with traveling i don't know i would suggest like if you go into because i've been through that as well go into a new space and usually I'll sage or for me it's like I'll buy flowers and I'll put flowers and sage and light a candle and sip and then all of a sudden you just shifted the whole energy yeah or Palo Santo whatever it is that you do that's nice that you do that yeah that would be me traveling with plants too by the way (laughs) I love that oh yeah I love that you're traveling you guys have I mean it's just so amazing, you know. It's the there's a reason why there's uh, uh, flower offering and altars, and you know it's, the plant is and flowers they shift the energy oh, yeah. so much. It's really cool. That's cool. I was here one time before with Tori. I brought him out here for his birthday. Like he he had always wanted to come visit, and we ended up staying at a hotel. And I can't. I'll have to look it up. But we ended up leaving that night. Oh yeah. Like we didn't make it through the night. See, that happens in New Orleans. I've heard that from yeah. a bunch of different people, yeah. like a handful of people. Yeah. And this like, is not, this is like oh, for real. And I did it. And to me, again, like being how I am, like I didn't, not that I didn't believe that it would happen. I just was like, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if yeah. something did happen? We were staying in the French Quarter. And as we were, and, and Tori is like the most skeptical, logical, okay. scientific yeah. brain person, like, you know. That, Same as John. Yeah, that, that I would know. And when he was like, okay, we're leaving, I was like, okay, let's let's go. And the, the thing that struck me the most was the, the woman at the front desk didn't even blink an eye. She was just like, okay, like. Yeah, she was like, well, yeah, they could, you know, here's another one. Yeah, here's another, like, it was just not weird. And I think that was more shocking that I'm like, your (laughs) reaction just validated the fact that something weird just happened. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's really cool. So I'm excited to have a different experience this time around. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm I'm curious to know. I'm going to be following you all on on (laughs) social media. Maybe you'll like Insta (laughs) the story. I know. An appearance on Insta stories. (laughs) Well, um, thank you so much for doing this. I'm really happy that you all did it. Uh, I wish you all uh, an amazing, you know, next tour. I mean, trips, many trips. All the next cities sound so exciting. We're very excited. I hope you all have a ton of fun and what a great opportunity to see all the yoga studios and the yoga communities and to see all the stuff that's happening in our country. Most definitely. Yeah. Yoga is so powerful. Yeah, it's it so really amazing. Yeah. Um, this is my first real yoga podcast, which is so cool. Too. That's great. On and, International Yoga Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, 
Yes, today's <laughs> yes. Wow, that couldn't be more fitting. That's Inter- happy International Yoga Day, even if this is post. Still, let's celebrate yoga that yeah. has uh, grown so much all over the world and in the West. We have amazing, even though it originated in India, but in the West we have such amazing yoga nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere now, it's yoga is everywhere. I find it really fantastic how grow, how it's, you know, the growth, yeah. how fast is growing and millions and millions of people practicing. I mean, my hope and wish is that it continues to grow. Oh yeah, it's really exciting. When I hear sometimes people say, oh, I don't know about opening a yoga studio here because there's another, uh, there's like a yoga studio in every corner or whatever. And I'm, I go, well, we don't say that about dentists or right. doctors. Like, yeah. oh, there's like a dentist in every corner. Let's just not have another dentist. Like, who says this? So you know what I mean? So mm. it's like the more yoga, the better. The more variety, the better. Because yeah. whatever, you know, rocks my boat perhaps doesn't rock somebody else's boat. But who cares? Yeah. We're all like trying to figure it out. And it can change throughout your life. And that's the beauty of it is just to be in the present moment and have a relationship with something higher than ourselves and enjoy the journey, enjoy the path. Absolutely. So thank you so much, thank both you. of you. Do you want to add anything or you're good? Uh, if anybody wants to follow along with the tour, yes. uh, most of our content's just living online right now on social media. So if you are on Facebook or Instagram, you can follow along. Uh, it's at Yoga. And also, can we get you, both of your Instagrams Yeah, as well? for sure. I'm at Brant D. Williams. I'm at Rosie Acosta, R-O-S-I-E-A-C-O-S-T-A. Yeah, and you can find us both tagged on the Live Be Yoga page there too. Yeah, if that's easier. and then also I'll invite everyone to listen to Rosie's podcast because I'm I, I'm gonna definitely subscribe to. Yeah, it. Can't it's wait. really good. Well, thank you. Enjoy thank New you. Orleans. Hopefully, definitely. we'll all be safe with this, but we will. We'll oh, just yeah, have hurricane fine. parties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just adds a little ambiance. Yeah, cool. it adds. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Life on Earth. You can help us by taking a few minutes to leave a rating and review on iTunes. For more inspiring content, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Search Life on Earth in iTunes or visit lifeonearth.podbean.com.